Yemiyahu chapter 30. Next few chapters are prophecies of consolation. Chapter 30 begins by telling us of the word of God that came to Yemiyahu. To write them down in a book, in a sefer. So this is a prophecy of return, a prophecy of consolation. And what's interesting about this chapter, actually, among other things, is how many times in this chapter Israel, the people of Israel, are referred to as Yaakov, as Jacob. For example, Hoiki Godol Hayom, verse number seven of chapter thirty, Meet Kabohu, Eight Sarahi Lu Yaakov, Umimena Yivashea. It is a time of trouble for Jacob, but he shall be delivered from it. So we have mentioned here Israel is referred to here as Yaakov, as Jacob, verse number ten. Viata, but you, Al Tira Avdi Yaakov Numashem, Vial Techat Yisrael. Twice, in verse number 10, once again, Israel is referred to as Jacob. Do not be afraid, my servant Jacob. And later, Bishav Yaakov, Jacob shall have calm and quiet with none to trouble him. So we have reference over here to Yaakov in the context of return, which is not surprising given the fact that Yaakov, of course, of the three patriarchs, Yaakov is the one who essentially lives in exile. Yaakov is the one who also returns from exile. Later on as well, verse number 18. God's Prophesies, thus says God, I am going to restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and compassion upon his dwelling. Perhaps we hear an echo over here of the verses of Torah, Matovu Oarecha Yaakov, Mishkanotecha Yisrael. Here, once again, Israel is referred to, and not surprisingly, as Jacob. So, what's interesting, I think, here, apart from the reference to Yaakov, earlier we had references to Yaakov which were negative. Yaakov who deceives his brother. Oach Akov Yaakov, right? We had that reference earlier. But over here it's Jacob who is going to be brought back from exile. And Jacob is Avdi. Jacob is God's servant. I mention this and emphasize this very much in terms of the prophecy of consolation because in chapter 31, the next chapter, we continue with the same theme of Yaakov, for example, Chapter 31, verse number 7. There too, cry out in joy for Jacob. That's in chapter 31, verse number 7. Chapter 31, verse 11. For God has, will ransom or redeem Jacob, redeem him from one too strong for him. I mention this specifically over here about the return about Israel portrayed as Yaakov because it's about restoration. It's about coming back from exile, which is what Jacob does. And that's very central in Jacob's life. 
both Jacob who runs away from his brother, runs to the house of Lavan, all kinds of troubles he has there where he builds his family, but is subjugated to Lavan. And then at the end of Jacob's life, he goes down to Egypt. But there's a promise of return. God says to Jacob, I will bring you back. And Jacob does return. Jacob is buried back in the land. And that prefigures and foreshadows Israel's return to the land. I mentioned this specifically about the Jacob theme in chapter 30 and 31. Because in chapter 31, the book of Yermio continues the theme in a very interesting way. Because in chapter 31, there's a focus not just on Jacob as a continuation of our chapter, chapter 30, but in chapter 31, verse number 15, Koamar Hashem, Kol birama nishma nehi b'chi tamrurim, Rachel mevakal baneha, me'ana lehi nochem al baneha ki enenu. So in Yirmiyahu, which begins in our chapter with the Jacob theme, and that continues in chapter 31 as well, but in addition to that, we have the counterpart to Jacob. And the counterpart to Jacob in Yirmiyahu is Rachel. Rachel, Mavakal Boneha. Rachel cries for her children. She refuses to be consoled for her children who are gone. And those three terms, Rachel, Mavakal Boneha, Rachel cries for her children, reminds us of Jacob crying for Joseph. When he's told that Joseph, he sees the coat, the bloody coat of Joseph. But Jacob refuses to be consoled. And all the sons and all the daughters arose to console him. And here we have Rachel describing exactly the same terms. Joseph is described typically in Breshit in Genesis as a nenu, missing. Typically not called dead, only in one place, but a nenu, he's not. He's not there. And over here, Rachel cries for her children, ki enenu. Jacob cried for Joseph, and Rachel cries for her children. And God's response, in verse 16 of the next chapter, Kolmar Hashem, mini koech mi bechi v'einayich mi dima, ki yesh sachar repuratech num Hashem v'shavu me'eretz o'yev, v'yesh tikvorach ritech num Hashem v'shavu banim l'gvuram. So the Rachel who's described in Yirmiyahu as a Jacob character. That's very interesting. It describes returning from exile. Rachel is the one and the only one of the matriarchs and maybe even of the patriarchs who cries for her children. We know the difficulties Rachel had in the book of Genesis in having children and she dies in childbirth. And she says she wants another child after Joseph is born. She named him Joseph. Yosef Hashem Acher, God should give me another child. And that child is Benjamin, and he, she dies giving birth to Benjamin. But the truth is that in the Torah, it doesn't tell us very much about Rachel. It tells us about Rachel wanting to have children. It tells us about Rachel stealing the idols of her father. But it doesn't say much about Rachel as a Jacob figure. There is that verse, of course, about Rachel after she gives her maidservant to Jacob to have a child, and Naphtali is born, Naphtuei Elohim niftalti yimachoti gam yochoti, Naphtuei, I've struggled with, I've wrestled with, I've, with my sister, I have prevailed, and that term prevailed is a Jacob term, Jacob wrestles with the angel and prevails. But generally speaking, it's fair to say that in the Torah, Torah doesn't present Rachel primarily as a Jacob figure. That's not true in this book. In Yirmiyahu, 
Yermio goes out of his way to represent Rachel very much as a Jacob figure. It's what perhaps we haven't been told about Rachel in the Torah. Jeremiah is filling in his, his own way. And it's all about exile and return. So if Jacob represents the exile and the struggles of exile and the ultimate restoration of Jacob back to the land, so Rachel is his partner in that. Rachel is pleading with God, is begging God to bring back her children, and she doesn't forget the children. She remembers her children. In the Torah, too, she's the woman that dies having children. And over here, Rachel mevakal baneha, so this prophecy of restoration that begins in chapter 30 in Consolation continues in chapter 31. And Yermio, the book of Yermio, has chosen two figures to represent both exile on one hand and restoration on the other. It's Jacob. Do not be afraid, my servant Jacob. And it's his counterpart Rachel in the next chapter, who refuses to be consoled, that is to say, refuses to give up hope. Rachel Mavakal Barnawa and God's response to Rachel, of course, is these are my children as well. Rachema Rachamenu Numashem, I will certainly receive my child back in love. Rachema Rachamenu Numashem, that's chap that's chapter thirty one, verse number twenty.